thank you again for being here. I just I want to share with you guys a couple things of, of why tonight we kind of uh, changed the, 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 the men's and the women's and in, in introducing some things that we are doing um, within the church. And uh, I, we have planned a planning meeting this week, a number of months back. And um, basically, I'll just share kind of what we are doing. Uh, it was uh, myself and Mindy, uh, Lori and Mitch, Keith Elder and his wife. And then we have had other people come in that are in, involved or in charge, I guess, leadership heads throughout the, the, the church. And they've came in on, in the evenings and we've gone through different things um, with our church. And basically what we've done is planned a calendar. Um, for some of you, that may be a nice thing. For some of you, are like, ah, what's that? What's the big deal with that? We have, as effective this morning, we have from today until January 2015 on a calendar. And so that's communion, that's outreach, that's any kind of campaign that we're doing from a baby bottle to a uh, doing another backpack drive to doing all of those kinds of things to a missions conference to um, anything that has to do with church right now is on a calendar through the end of December 2014. There's a couple things that were that aren't on there right now. The, the teenagers calendar isn't on there. I'm working with them to get that together so that we can add that. But there's a couple of things that way that aren't. And but but really what we did, we've, we kind of went and we, we got away and kind of got out of the office and um, just sat in a room and we scheduled out our, our times and we would have a couple hours in the morning, then we would take a break for lunch, then we'd have a few hours in the evening, then we'd take a break for dinner. And then at 6.30 we had a couple groups come in and we would walk through with them their ministry, uh, things that are good, things that are bad, how can we fix it, how can we make it better. How can we make Oasis the best that Oasis can be? And um, with that is one of the reasons I wanted to come tonight and uh, just share with you really the bottom line for me is it's me sharing my heart with you where our church is, where we are as a a body. Um, And there's some other things that will go into that um, tonight. But... So that's kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to share with you a few things, and I'll, I'll highlight a couple things tonight. And, and I don't know, I think we've, I've said a million times over the course of a couple months, man, things are going on, things are happening, and sometimes you don't see it. Because a lot of what we've done is behind the scenes. Uh, how many of you know that we've changed the splat room from the splat room to the Oasis Kids Theater, and we've painted that, and there's things in there? Some of you do, some of you haven't. If you're a lady and you go to the women's Bible study, you've seen that. Um, it's not completely finished. We're building a stage and we're building a puppet stage and we're building all kinds of stuff in there, but it's been painted. Um, and it's no longer the splat room. It's the OK Theater, which is Oasis Kids Theater. Um, many of you may not know that we have done those things. Many of you, if, if, if you weren't here last weekend, um, we had a dumpster out here on Sunday that was full. Uh, that back over there by the, uh, what are those called, solar panels. Um, If you had been back there a a month ago, it was just a lot of trash and a lot of things that have been around our property that are just trash. And and so we went back last weekend and we 
cleared a lot of that stuff out. And, and sometimes we go, ah, oh, that's not a big deal. That's huge. Somebody trimmed the shrubs. We have people out every single week that, that come and mow the grass and make sure, if you've not noticed the grass, the grass looks incredible. It's the best that it's looked ever pulling onto the property. Yes, it's just a little patch of grass, but it looks great. And, and so we're doing a lot of things that people don't realize sometimes that are going on. And I wanted to share some of those things with you tonight and then get a little bit deeper. I'm not going to go into great, great detail tonight. We're, we're going to plan meetings to do that in the near future. But I wanted to kind of challenge tonight on a couple things. And so I'm going to start by this. I haven't done this enough. Um, but I want to say thank you. And, and here's, I don't do it enough. This has been the hardest nine months of my life. It's been the greatest nine months of my life. Um, but I haven't said thank you to you, our church, enough. Um, the transition was nothing that I ever dreamt. I haven't talked about it in a long time. I don't plan on talking about it a lot. I want to move forward in life, and I want to. This church is in a new direction. But I want to say thank you because you as a church have allowed me to grow and are allowing me to grow. We are growing together. I feel that you're growing. I feel that you're allowing me to grow and my family to grow. But I I just, I can't say thank you enough for your faithfulness. Um, The things that have taken place over the course of nine, ten months is because of you, because you've stepped up, because you've taken on new positions, you've led uh, people that are teaching in Sunday school classes that haven't taught in Sunday school classes before. Um, I'm blown away at, at you, um, our church. And so I, I just want to start by saying thank you. And then I want to let you know tonight my goal is this. I want you to leave tonight being and feeling charged that Oasis is your home, Oasis is your church, it's your family. And it is a place that you are proud of. I don't know where you've been over nine, ten months. I have encouraged and encouraged and encouraged. And there's been many times I've encouraged and I've gone home and thought, man, am I really proud to say I'm from Oasis? Am I really proud to say, yeah, I'm the pastor of that place? I can stand before you and I can encourage you tonight. I'm more proud today than I've ever been to say I'm the pastor of Oasis Baptist Church. And I want us to leave as a body. I know everybody's not here. And I know there's guests and there's people here tonight that may have no idea what I'm talking about. We can talk later. I'm proud of Oasis Baptist Church. I'm proud to say I'm your pastor. And I am praying that when you walk out of these doors tonight, and maybe you've made this transition, but there is no more, yeah, I go to Oasis. No, we hold our chest out proud, and you can say Oasis Baptist Church is my church. And that you would be proud to invite any of your coworkers, any of your neighbors, any of your family to say, you need to be here because God is incredible. And that is my goal, that is my challenge, that is whatever tonight is for is that that we would kind of leave 
with that in the back of our minds and that in the forefront of everything that we do, that, that we are proud of who we are and that you are proud of who you are. I'm going to read a quick passage of Scripture. I'm not going to read this whole passage, but if you remember just a couple months back, I did a series called Oasis Is. I talked about community. I talked about family and growth and love and sharing and all of those different things. And if you remember that passage, it's in John chapter 15. But it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. We talked about this entire passage, and I said I'm not going to read through everything, but, but we talked about this passage for, I think it was four or five weeks in a row. And we shared, and I shared with you, reaching our community. I shared with you loving each other and growing in discipleship and doing all these things, but all of that is only, the only way that any of those things are possible is if we are willing to abide in the vine, which is Christ. When I get out of the vine, when I take myself out, I wither and I die. And we talked about that for a number of weeks. And so as we go this evening, I'm not going to reference this. I'm not really preaching tonight. I really just want to share my heart with you. But as we go and we continue to move on, if we lose sight of John chapter 15, then we've lost sight of everything. We, me, myself, more than ever need to abide in Christ. We need to abide in Christ as a church, as an individual. But it says in verse 5, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, without Christ, I can do nothing, you can do nothing. And as we continue to move on, everything that we talked about this week in our planning meetings, we kind of asked a couple questions. How does it tie in to community, to grow, to love, to share, and to who we are as a church? And if it didn't fit into it, then we pretty much moved on and said, then we don't need to do it. And so tonight, I, 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 I really just did three little things, basic things, but I wanted to do this tonight. I want you to know a few things that I'm proud and I'm willing to let people know that I love my church because of a couple things. First and foremost, I love my church because I love my church family. I love Oasis Baptist Church because of you. I've shared many times I don't live in my hometown. I don't live where I grew up. Many of you don't live where you've grown up. This is not home. Your family may be miles and miles away. Some of you have parents away. Some of you have children away. This, for most people, is not their home. This isn't where they were born and raised. I'm fortunate. I'm able to be here with my parents. Um, there's no greater joy for me than to be able... This sounds 
I hate, this sounds weird to me, but to be the pastor of my parents, to work alongside my mom and my dad, but you are my family. I love Oasis Baptist Church because I love you. This is my home. I'm proud of Oasis because I'm proud of you. I have no problem telling anybody that I know that I have the greatest group of people around. I believe that with all my heart. I've never not heard your people are amazing. Your people are kind. Your people are loving. And I love my church because of that. And with that in mind, we've set out to continue to do those things and to do it better. One of the things that we talked about this week was Sunday school. I want to push harder and encourage more to be a part of Sunday school. I know that we're talking to the core, core, core group of our people, and probably 99% of you are involved in Sunday school in some way. We need to do a better job of telling everybody that we know to be in Sunday school in this church. And here's why. I became, Oasis Baptist Church became family to me because of small group and Sunday school. When I jumped involved seven or so years ago, involved in Sunday school, was when Oasis became my home, became my family. Because that group of 20 or 30 or 15 people that I got to know, I was able to then hang out with them at their homes, and we got to know each other, and we became friends, and we became family. Some of those people are in this room tonight that I would say are some of my best friends in all the world. But Sunday school is a huge part of that. Another thing that we're going to do, and we're gonna, we've done this in the past, but another thing that we're doing starting in October is we're going to do a new members class. Again, you might say, well, how does that really affect me? Here's why. By doing a new members class, by introducing new people into Oasis, we now introduce them into the fold of our family to bring them into the family, to introduce them into who we are and what they need and how they can get involved in all of those things. We've had people that have joined. We've had people that are on the fence. Do I want to join? Do I not want to join? Some of you may have never sat through one of those things, and you may go, huh, what exactly is Oasis? What is our doctrine? What is that? Come and be a part of that new members class. But we're going to do those things because we want to bring new people in. And I'll mention the last thing, and then I'll go to my next one, is we're going to celebrate Oasis. November 5th is I don't know that it's the exact date, but November 5th is 51 years that Oasis Baptist Church has been involved in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's something to be excited about. I'm proud to say our church has been here for 51 years. I've not been involved in that for 51 years, obviously. My family hasn't been involved in that for 51 years. But that's a great history and a heritage to say we've been here for 51 years. And in November, we're going to celebrate 51 years of Oasis Baptist Church being in Las Vegas. That means something to me. Whether I have a history that goes back that far or not, it doesn't matter. Some of you do. There's people that sit in this room that have a history that goes back 51 years. There's others that go back 30 and 40 years. Some of you were saved as a child in these not in this building, but on DI or somewhere else. That means something. 
And so we're going to celebrate the fact that Oasis Baptist Church has been in, in existence for 51 years. And some of you may like this. Some of you may think we're crazy and retarded. But we're going to have an old-fashioned Sunday on November 5th. Dress up, old school, ladies, hats, and big poofy, whatever you want to do. But, but we're going to have an old-fashioned service on November 5th. And we're going to have a great time. We're going to try to recognize people. We're going to try to recognize people that most of you have no idea who they are. And we're going to do as much as we can to celebrate the history of Oasis Baptist Church in Las Vegas. So I say all that to share with you, I love my church because I love you, our people. And I'm dedicated and I'm going to do everything that I can and we are going to do everything that we can to allow other people to learn to love Oasis because of you, the people, and our family. The next one is I love Oasis for the people that I get to work with and the leaders that I get to personally be a part of and watch them grow. I, I'm just going to say this up front. I'm going to mention a lot of things. If I forget you, I apologize. I get to work with incredible people. People that don't want me to say their name, but I am fortunate enough to work with some incredible teachers that love to teach the Word of God. Mike McKenzie, Martin Green, who can't be here tonight. Uh, Scott Swingle has stepped up to teach. Danny does some teaching. Rich Frank does some teaching. He's been working with our students. There's other people within those classes that have stepped up to teach. I know Murray has taught. I know uh, Mitch has taught. Kenny has taught. John has taught. Um, uh, Oliver has taught. I don't know if in the other classes who's taught, if I'm missing somebody, but we've got people like that. I know Troy goes to nursing homes. My mom and dad go to nursing homes. Murray goes to nursing home. Mike goes to nursing home. Who else goes to nursing homes? I don't know who goes to nursing homes. Myra goes to nursing homes. But these are things that people don't even know that we do. And, and I'm excited because I get to work with people that are leading others, and I get to see some growth. I get to work with an incredible office staff of volunteers, Lori, Keith, Tammy, Brenda, my wife, Blossom, others of you that have came in and volunteered your time, Jerry Clark, who have came in, and whether it's folding bulletins or making bulletins or doing whatever it is, you come in on a regular basis, uh, and you have donated and volunteered basically your time in a, in a great, great way. And I'm blown away at the people that I get to work with. I think of our children and our children's workers. Again, I'm probably going to miss somebody, but Kenny leads our children's department. Many of you probably haven't seen Kenny in church for months. Because every Sunday, Kenny's back there with my kids and with some of yours, teaching them God's Word. As a dad, that means a lot to me. My kids come home all the time talking about what goes on with children. And I'm determined to get Kenny workers so that he can come to class or come to church. John goes back there. Many of you have no idea who Daryl is, but Daryl is back there on a regular basis, side by side with John and Kenny. I'm fortunate enough to work with people, and, and um, I've been doing some discipleship with some young men. I'm fortunate enough to disciple a, free, a few group, a few men, nursery workers. 
I don't have a clue, all of you. Fauna puts in time, misses way too many services. Fauna, you miss way too many services, just so you know. But putting a schedule together to make sure that our kids are watched, encouraging those ladies, calling those ladies, doing all of those things that get done in the nursery. Those who clean our buildings step up in so many areas. They, they clean the gymnasium. If you've never been here on a Saturday, men and women mop that gymnasium almost every Saturday. Uh, I don't know if you've ever mopped the gymnasium. I can tell you from experience, it's not fun, but people do that every weekend. Ben and Bobby Hersey are here almost every Saturday morning. Others of you that are here. Parking cars, ushering, coffee shop. And we can go on and on and on with different ministries. One of the greatest joys of mine, and and I'm just, again, sharing my heart with you, is to watch men step up and teach. And I know I mentioned Sunday school teachers and I hit on a few of these people, but the week, the couple weeks that I was able to get away for vacation, Alan stepping up to teach, Scott stepping up to teach, John teaching, Danny Damasco teaching. You have no idea what that means to me. Um, one, I understand to some degree the nerve and the fear of standing in front of people But that means a great amount that any of you would say, yes, I'd be willing to stand and and do those things and to teach from God's word and to share from God's word in your heart. Um, But to watch that is incredible. To watch, I I go to Martin's class um, pretty often and to watch the different men step up every single week and and say, hey, I want to take that subject and I want to teach that subject. And that, that encourages me more than anything because that is that means you are growing in your own walk if you've ever taught anything you always learn more than what you can give out and that's just incredible and so for men to step up and to lead one that says a lot but it also says that they're leading you as a church and they're helping me lead you as a church to see people take initiative to redo the splat room to make it the okay theater for our kids. Again, that was a discussion. Next thing I know, it was done. Because somebody said, hey, I'm going to do it. And they just started painting. I know a lot of you don't have kids that go out there. But we're going to start putting our children on display for you. They're going to start coming into our services every so often to do some things. Because you need to know what goes on back there. And we've discussed that this week. But I wanted tonight to simply highlight a few things and a few people that God is doing around this church. And last but not least, I love Oasis for the ministries that we are involved in and the things that we're able to do. And I'm just going to throw out a couple of these things. And again, I, I may miss some stuff and I apologize, but... Uh, stuff that's right fresh on our mind is the school supply. Uh, I think we're right around pushing 40 backpacks. The Cowan, the, the khakis, and the t-shirts. I don't know that this is everything, but that's a huge blessing. And I encourage you next Thursday, if you're able to, 10 o'clock in the office, come deliver those things with us. 
There's nothing greater than to see the expression on a face of somebody that needs those things. And so I'm excited for that. But Next Step Ministries, some of you regularly go on the third Saturday of every month to go feed those people. All I hear from Walt is how incredible Oasis Baptist Church is on Saturdays for the feeding of the homeless that we do right down the street. Man, that encourages me. I walked into their thrift store just the other day, and Walt was just raving. Let me share this. If you recall, um, if you were here, I think it was two weeks ago, uh, we came to you, the men and the women, and said, hey, uh, we need to pray for Next Step Ministries. They have no idea. Tomorrow their bill, their electric bill needs paid. It's, their lights are going off. Somebody from our church said, hey, what do we need to do? I'll pay that bill right now. I walked into Walt with a check, said, here you go. And then all he could do was rave about Oasis Baptist Church. He works with churches all over this valley. One of our members went and individually took everything, basically threw it in the middle of the floor, and redid that entire place. His sales doubled because there was organization in the store. You don't see that stuff. I would never have seen that stuff outside of the fact that I went that day. But I say that because that is you, our church, impacting that ministry. And though we may, we don't know the impact that that has. But I know what that did to that man that day. I saw the face of him as he received the check and the money to say, hey, that's another month that our doors can be opened. That means a lot. For some of you, we're praying about that. That's an answer to prayer. That's exciting. Rescue mission. Monday night, we were at the rescue mission. John was there. Martin was there. Other people were there. People raise their hands every week for salvation at the rescue mission as we partner with them the third Monday of every month. Women's Resource Medical Center. The community gym rentals. For some of you, I I pray that you don't ever do this, but for some, we may look at that as just an income for our church. That's not an income for our church. Yes, it is, but that's a huge ministry opportunity. I am that close with the people that helped me run that to see in them know Jesus Christ as their Savior. I pray for them every day. Carrie and Matt, pray for them. She's volunteered to come to our office and work in our offices. She says every time I come here, I feel like lightning is going to strike as I walk into a church. Man, that's, that's a ministry. And there's kids that run around our gymnasium almost every single day. Outreach. We're doing, we've been pushing quarterly outreach. We did one with VBS. Back to Church Sundays coming up in the middle of September. We're going to do a quarterly outreach. I believe, I don't have the calendar right in front of me, but I believe it's in October that we're going to start doing Thursday night, every single Thursday night, door hangers outreach again. I believe it's vital. I believe it's key. I believe we've, if we've failed in that area, tomorrow night we have three pie, to, or I guess old school we did pies. We're doing cookies and some cupcakes and things now, but we have three first-time guest deliveries tomorrow. That's encouraging to me. One, I have no idea what the salvation means of any one of those people are. That's an opportunity, but it's an opportunity for us to say, hey, we're Oasis, we love you, and to reach into our community to bring them into our family. Um... Missions conference. We'll be doing a missions conference in uh, the spring. 
Uh, we're working on a date because we're working with a couple people to be a part of that. But um, the missions conference, um, is something that we have the opportunity to do. I want you to pray for this. March 9th through the 15th um, is a chance that we've mentioned before, but uh, I've been invited to go to Guatemala with my wife. And uh, so March 9th through 15th, if you keep that in your prayer, that uh, I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work, but um, I'm really praying that we can do that and that we would go to uh, be a part. If you remember when uh, World Help was here and they showed the babies, the people rescuing, that whole trip is based on uh, working with that organization going out into the jungles to re- rescue babies. And uh, so Mindy already told me that we were moving to Guatemala because <laughs> I told her she wasn't bringing home Guatemala kids because we have four of our own. But uh, so uh, pray for that. But we're going to do a missions conference shortly after that. Um, These are things that allow us to reach into our community, to do what I feel God has laid on my heart to do, which is spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ into our community. It is our job as a church and my job as a leader to give you an avenue to reach into our community. And probably more importantly, it's my job as a leader to give you an opportunity and avenue to grow as an individual in your personal walk with the Lord which would naturally encourage you to want to do all of those things. It is things like this that have opened up a number of different opportunities. We've talked about the school coming in here. Um, Thank you for your patience. If you've been in a Sunday school class that's moved 12 times in the last three weeks, Wednesday nights have moved every week for the last three weeks. As that settles in and we settle in and we kind of have a, a better understanding of all those things. But thank you for that patience or for your patience in that. Yes, it does help financially, but it also is another opportunity that we can love on those people. All we have heard since they've walked in our doors is how kind and nice and loving that we have been to each one of those teachers. That's ministry. I don't know where they stand spiritually. I know some of them go to church, but that's an opportunity. We have opened up the conference room up in our office so that they can have a place just to kind of a teacher's lounge. Guess what? That means they got to walk by our staff every single time they go in there to get there. That's purposeful to minister to those people. Um, So that's an opportunity. As I kind of wrap up a little bit, I want to mention some of our, our finances. I'm not going into details on anything. September 15th, you may want to mark this on your calendar. But September 15th, we will be handing out a proposed budget. That's a Sunday. September 17th is a Tuesday night. We will be doing a Q&A over that budget with the finance team and myself to answer anything that we can as best as you can. If you're unable to be there, email me questions. Do whatever you've got to do on that way. September 22nd, we will have a business meeting in the PM service, which was announced on Sunday, to be able to vote and and go through with the budget. Uh, The reason that we're doing that, one, we've nickeled and dimed everything that we can do for our budget and for our finances, Um, things that uh, people are paying individually out of pocket for. We're just trying to work everything that we can And we want you guys to have input. We want to get the questions and and all of those things. So on that Tuesday night, we really encourage you to be there. Ask the questions that need to be asked. 
so that we can continue to move on. And so again, just a small overview of some of the things that have taken place here at Oasis of late. I feel that it's vital to share with you. I feel that it's uh, just this week has been incredible. Uh, The leaders, people coming, talking about music, talking about our services, talking about our children's, talking about different events and activities that can bring us together to help us grow together, Uh, talking about things that we have missed, which things like communion, we've missed it. My fault, I'm sorry, but we've just missed it. We haven't put it on the calendar. We've got a year's worth of communion planned. All of those things that, just little things that sometimes we, it's not little, but we overlook it. We, we get busy with what's going on. It is my goal, it is our plan, it is number one priority to you that I and our office keeps you in the loop communication-wise with everything that we do. Emails will be going out. Letters will be sent. If you have Facebook, like us on Facebook. It's not because I want to be the most popular Facebook guy, but it's an easy avenue of, of letting you know. Oasis Baptist Church Facebook page. Go like us. Twitter. All of those things. The website. There's been things on the website in the past that have been the dates are wrong or this is wrong. We're, we're fixing it. We're making sure that every avenue of communication to the best of our ability is correct so that there are no more questions. Um, I know this past Sunday night and this next Sunday night as we cancel those services for a, just really a true break, some of you were like, whoa, I didn't ever know that. And it's not happening anymore. We've got everything to any cancellation to any activity. It's on the calendar and we will present that to you as soon as we make it look nice to 2015. I hope that's good for you. But I need your help in some of these things too. Communication-wise, if you have a problem and a question, email, phone, connection cards, all of those things, we will get back to you. Oh, it never worked in the past. I'm telling you, we will get back to you. If you have a question for me, Send it to me. I will respond to you. I will get it to you. For our offices, for anything, please, please, please. We want to help you more than, more than you know. Believe me, I want you to be successful because if you're successful, I'm successful. That sounds arrogant, but that's just kind of the truth. Um, And so we want that open communication. We want all of those things to be what it is. And I'm going to close with this. Oh, also, I didn't say this. The Welcome Center. We've put the, if you recognize, it's the old pulpit. We put that over there. And there's a table over there. Somebody will be there to answer questions. If you have, somebody in here may say, man, I'd love to, I'd love to work in, this ministry, but how do I do it? Go ask. Put your name down. We will get to you. I promise. I promise. I promise. Um, so use the Welcome Center. Push guests to the Welcome Center. Somebody will be there to answer questions um, and to do all those things, responding in all of the different ways that we can. I want to leave you today with you seeing there is a plan, there is a goal. There is a plan. There is something going on. It's not just by the seat of our pants that things are happening. 
there is a goal and a plan behind everything that we're doing right now. Uh, there is a, a plan to make our usher system better, to make our greeters better, to make what goes on this stage better, to make what goes on those screens better, or that screen better, to fix that one and that one. But we want to do those things. All I've said for months is excellence, excellence, excellence. And if we can only do one thing good, then that's what we're going to do. But it is my goal to lead us with a plan and excellence and moving in the right direction to see people come to know Christ as Savior and to grow. And so, Oasis... Be proud. We're no longer in the midst of transition. We're ready to go forward for the cause of Christ. Will you help? I'm ready to take on the challenges that come up. I need you. I'm ready to fight. I need you. My wife and I are ready to share every bit of love that we have with this community and with you. But we need you. Will you come? Will you go? Will you join us? Will you put your chest out proud and say, I'm a part of Oasis. And let me just end with this. You better not be more proud of Oasis than you are to say, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. This isn't about, I've I've talked a lot about Oasis. This is not about Oasis. This is about being a follower of Jesus Christ, not a follower of Oasis Baptist Church. Let me make that very, very clear. But when you walk out of these doors, I am asking you to hold your head up high, your chest out proud, and say, yep, Oasis Baptist Church is my church. And we're moving forward. And God's doing great things. And there's a better day. And I'm telling you, there's going to be the day you're going to look at the bottom of that parking lot and there's going to be a car down there and we're going to hear, man, that's a long walk from all the way down there. Can I tell you, I can't wait to hear somebody say that they had such a long walk in our parking lot. And I hope you can't either. But tonight was really... I didn't go into the details of a lot of the things that we went through. We're putting all that together, and I'll give that to you, and we'll have another meeting. And just so you know, I'm going to have another meeting to call up everybody that works with all of your leaders of any way, shape, or form. All of our deacons will come up here and say, hey, I'm Deacon Joe, and I'm Deacon whatever. Everybody that's in charge of anything, because you need to know who those people are. And in the near, near future, we're going to be doing that on a Sunday morning. So that people know who's assisting me leading this church. From Lori and Keith and Kenny and Mike and Scott and Alan and Oliver and whoever it is that does anything that's in some form of whatever with Oasis Baptist Church. You need to know who that is. Um, And so that's coming. And I just, I want you to know, I love you. I love this church. I am more in love with my Savior than I've ever been. And my chest is proud, pumped up, and I'm ready to go because God's doing something here. And I pray and I ask, we need workers. 
we're going to be calling you one-on-one. I'm going to be confronting some of you. Hey, I need you to work in here. If you can check in a kid, go check in a kid. If you can write a name down on a piece of paper and put a smile to an eight-year-old kid that needs checked in for children's church, man, do it. If you want to work with your spouse and you and your husband or wife want to work together, then let's find a spot for you guys to work together. You can check babies in, husbands and wives, together without ever even going back in the nursery. You can check children's in. You can do all kinds of things. We need you. I need ushers. I need greeters. I need you, if you're not an usher or a greeter and you see somebody you don't know, to go walk up to them and let them know that you're happy to have them. Hey, did you fill out a connection card? Hey, are you this? Hey, have you done that? Love on people. We had three people fill out connection cards and we had three people visiting this week or three people that are getting a a visit tomorrow night. Do you know why we had that? Because each one of them was personally contacted by somebody in the service to get a connection card filled out. That's the only reason it happens. I promise you, you, just like me, when you're a visitor of a church, when the pastor stands up and says, hey, fill out that card, if no one's personally made you or asked you to do that, you, like me, probably aren't going to do it. Right? But when somebody comes to you and says, hey, how are you doing? Man, we'd love to have your information. Okay. I'm more willing to do it. So we need you. We need you to make Oasis what Oasis needs to be.